Bloomberg Audio Studios. Podcasts, radio, news. News when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Ed Kalegi. Donald Trump has secured yet another primary victory in his quest for the Republican presidential nomination. The former president has been declared the winner in Saturday's South Carolina contest, where Trump has secured his fifth consecutive win this primary season. Trump easily defeated former two-term South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. Even before today's loss, Haley had vowed to stay in the race at least through Super Tuesday on March 5th, although questions about her candidacy's viability will now be raised considering today's loss in her home state. Donald Trump should tap Kristi Noem or Vivek Ramaswamy as his running mate ahead of a likely November rematch with President Joe Biden. This according to attendees of the Conservative Political Action Conference. Noem, the South Dakota governor, and Ramaswamy, an Ohio businessman who ran unsuccessfully for the Republican nomination, tied with 15 percent support among CPAC attendees at the conference held outside of Washington when asked in a straw poll who Trump should pick as his vice presidential candidate. The U.S. and its allies conducted a new round of strikes against several targets in Houthi-controlled areas of Yemen Saturday, seeking to disrupt the group's ability to threaten global shipping. The strikes targeted 18 sites, including Houthi underground weapons storage facilities and missile storage facilities, as well as one-way attack unmanned aerial systems and air defense systems. This according to a joint statement by the U.S., Australia, Bahrain, Denmark, Canada, the Netherlands, New Zealand, and the U.K. Despite repeated strikes by the U.S. and its partners, the Yemen-based militants have continued their attacks against vessels in the Red Sea, ostensibly as a means of pressuring Israel to end its war in Gaza against Hamas. The assaults have helped push oil prices and upended trade through the waterway. KKR and Company is near a deal worth about $4 billion to buy a software business from Broadcom. This according to people with knowledge of the matter. The acquisition could be announced as early as Monday, according to the people who asked not to be identified as details have not yet been made public. Broadcom is selling the so-called end-user computer unit, which it inherited as part of its $61 billion acquisition of software maker VMware in 2023. KKR declined to comment. Broadcom did not immediately respond to a request for comment. President Joe Biden and fellow leaders from the Group of Seven are trying to assure Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky of their support as Russia's war against his country enters its third year. More from Bloomberg's Denise Pellegrini. The leaders held a video conference to mark two years since Russia's full-scale invasion. Kyiv's weapons stockpile is running low, and the prospect of a protracted stalemate on the battlefield is intensifying. President Biden and Zelensky were joined by the leaders of Italy, Canada, Japan, Germany, and the UK, plus the foreign minister from France and several high-level EU officials, and they pledged to step up assistance to Ukraine, as USAID to Ukraine remains stalled in Congress by Republicans. The European Union, Japan, and Canada have promised more aid. And the G7 said it would also impose fresh sanctions on Russia. And it paid tribute to the late Russian dissident Alexei Navalny. Denise Pellegrini, Bloomberg Radio. Congress returns from its President's Day break this week with one big task to fulfill. Bloomberg's Nathan Hager reports from Washington. The task is to head off yet another government shutdown deadline. The Senate returns Monday. The House is back Wednesday. But agencies will start to run out of funds on Friday, unless Congress acts. Several lobbying firms tell Bloomberg government the risk of a partial shutdown is real, with a novice speaker, a divided House GOP, and appropriations bills locked in debate over culture war writers like abortion. In Washington, I'm Nathan Hager, Bloomberg Radio. And if you thought checked bag fees were already high, brace yourself, 
Bloomberg's Nancy Lyons reports they're going even higher. United is the latest carrier to increase fees for checked bags, going from $35 for your first bag to $40. It's already taken effect. The fee for a second bag is now $50. You will receive, though, a $5 discount if you prepay. United's announcement came just days after American said it was adding a $5 bump to its bag fees, with frequent flyers being excluded. JetBlue also raised fees this month. Airlines have seen increasing costs for labor and jet fuel, and unions have seen double-digit pay increases. I'm Nancy Lyons, Bloomberg Radio. There's a way around it. We're 19 layers of clothes when you fly and you don't even need to bring a bag. That's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Ed Kalegi, and this is Bloomberg. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.